You're listening to Everlasting Fruit with B. Charles. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you to seek God daily. It's about learning to be intentional in our walk with the Lord by remaining rooted in Christ. It's about reading to know and love God's word. It's about producing fruit that brings glory to God. It's a journey of growth and everlasting fruitfulness. Join me weekly so that together we can draw encouragement from the word of God. I pray that the Lord will use this podcast to move you to seek him daily for every day and for every area of your lives. Let's get into it. Hello, ladies, and welcome to Everlasting Fruit. I'm your host, B. Charles. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, Without further ado, I don't want to waste any time because this might be long or not, but it depends on how it goes. Um, I just wanted to discuss something um, this week, and that is, you know, the cost of being a disciple of Jesus. I'm just going to get right into it so that um, we can move forward. So let's look at Luke chapter 14, verses 25 to 33. Luke 14, 25 to 33. But for now, I'm just going to read 26 and 27. Um, And it's from the Good News Bible. Uh, The Good News Bible is a very good, um, it's a very good version just because it's an easy read and a very, very easy way to understand, Um, even though my favorite version is ESV. But Good News is great as well. It reads thus, whoever comes to me cannot be my disciple unless he loves me more than he loves his father and his mother, his wife, his children his brothers and sisters, and himself as well. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. God wants our total surrender. He wants our total reverence. If you cannot love him more than the most important people in your life, including more than you love yourself, you cannot be his disciple. God wants and expects and deserves our totality. He wants total surrender. He wants total devotion, total reverence, total love, total consecration to him. God wants it all. God gives us a chance to to decide for ourselves whether a life with him is worth it. He requires for us to count the cost of following him, of believing in him, and of being a disciple of Jesus. In Luke chapter 14, verses 28 to 29, I'm going to summarize this one. It states like, before building or taking up a project, one must first count the cost of the project, otherwise he may start and not complete it. So in this particular chapter, if someone is going out to build, like this was an analogy given, before you start building, you're actually going to think of everything that is required for you to proceed or for you to even start the project. You're going to think about all of those things. You're going to count the costs of the project. 
Because if you don't count the cost, if you don't look at what the necessities are, what you're going to need, you may start and find, hey, I actually don't have what it takes to complete this and stop. And that's not good. In Luke chapter 14, verses 33, it says, in the same way, none of you can be my disciples unless he gives up everything he has. Read the whole chapter because some of them I'm just um, summarizing. So Luke 14, 33, in the same way, none of you can be my disciples unless he gives up everything he has. For you to be the disciple of Jesus, you need to give up everything you are, everything you have in order to follow Jesus. And to be honest, for you to give up everything you have, you're gaining everything and then some. This is just to remind you that the Lord wants everything. He wants us in totality. He wants it all. God doesn't want you to stop at just being a believer. He wants you to be a disciple of Jesus. So what is the difference between being a believer and a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? Let's look at James chapter 2 verses 19. I kind of like how this ties in. And again, I'm using the Good News Bible here. Do you believe that there is only one God? Good. The demons also believe and tremble with fear. So over here, God is saying in his word that belief alone is not enough. Demons believe that there is God, but they don't worship him. We have many Christians who believe in Jesus, but they do not follow him. When it comes to following Jesus, they start to make excuses. Oh, I have something to do with my husband. I have something that I need to go and do for my mom. You know what? Let me just take care of my kids first and I'll come. All my kids did this, so I'm not going to be able to, you know, come to church. I wasn't able to pray. I wasn't able to serve because of, you know, something going on. Oh, you know what? I'm feeling sick, so I can't do this. Oh, you know what? I, you know, I'm just experiencing a lot of stress right now, so I can't, you know, do, I can't for the Lord. And that is why Jesus said, if you don't love me the most, you cannot be my disciple. If you don't love me more than you love yourself, you cannot be my disciple. If you're still depending on the world, if you're still depending on others, you're still depending on yourself. You cannot be Jesus's disciple because you will start the journey. And when the trials get hard, when the trials intensify, you would quit on him. Jesus is saying, how can I put you in charge of my people, my things, when you aren't committed? One small criticism from the flock and you would quit from caring for those people. One for mishap, one small mishap, and you would scatter everything because, hey, it's affecting my mental health. Jesus wants you to follow him, not the world, not the culture, not your husband, not your family. He wants you to follow him. He wants you to do his bidding. So have you counted the costs? Because this is not a game. Will you choose Jesus or the comforts of this life? Because, hey, there are things in this life that are so comfortable. Because, and, and you realize this the moment you decide to, you know, 
take up your cross. The moment you decide to give up your life and follow Jesus, you will find that the things that were so easy, they become difficult because you're always in that state of having to choose. Do I go this route or do I go that route? Do I follow Jesus or do I just, you know, continue going this way? You will always be met with that decision in everything that you do once you start to count the costs. Being a disciple of Jesus means taking up your cross daily. It means giving up your hopes, giving up your dreams, giving up your your perspective, your possessions, giving up your life. If the need arises, and this is for Christ's sake, it means living Jesus's life that he gave up for you. It is taking up the hopes that the Lord has for us. It is taking up the dreams that the Lord has for us. It is taking up, you know, the Lord's possessions, giving him all that we have, because anyway, ultimately, all that we have is his. In Matthew 16, verses 25 to 26, and I'm using the ESV for this, for whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. Why do we find our life when we lose it for Christ? Because he has died for us and he has given us life. So when you die without Christ, you die completely. But when you die in Christ, you have an everlasting life with him in heaven. So you find it, you find the life that Jesus intended for you, that God created you for. And in 26, it says, for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his whole, his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? So if you don't live for God, if you don't live for Jesus, then you're wasting your life. You're wasting your soul because you're gaining everything in this world because for you to reject Christ is to say yes to the world. So when you say yes to the world, you're you're living for the comforts, for the benefits of this world. And guess what? The Bible says this world will pass away. This world will pass away. And if you don't choose Jesus, then you're going to pass away with this world. So what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? When Jesus died on the cross, that death bought your soul back from the hands of the devil. It was you who was supposed to die. It was you who was supposed to be punished for your sins. But Jesus took up his cross and followed the will of God, the father. He gave his life for yours. Jesus also counted the cost. In Luke 22 verses 42, it says, Father, If you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. And this is how Jesus taught us to count the cost. Whenever we're going through anything and it's a difficult situation because Jesus was looking at this and the cross was coming up the day for him to go and die for this very sinful, ungrateful world was coming up. And he was just demonstrating. It's not like he was doubting. He already knew 
what was to come. He was already sure he was going to do this. He had already made up his mind that he would die for the sake of this world. He already knew he was the sacrifice. Okay. From the very beginning of this world, it had already been established that in that very moment, Jesus would die for our sins. So he was there just demonstrating to us that, hey, there are situations that come about in life and we're going to have to sit down and we go through situations and we go through emotions of like, man, God, really, do I really need to go through this? This is quite difficult. Can I just choose the easier route? And that's not what Jesus was trying to do in this situation. But I'm saying for us as individuals, we go through this situation and say, oh, Lord, this is this is too hard for me. I don't want to do this. But God was saying, even if Jesus said in this particular moment, even if it is difficult, our prayer should be, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. Not what I want, not what I desire, not what I'm feeling, not what I have seen, not what is, you know, being demonstrated by all of these circumstances, but your will, Lord, your will, not what I am comfortable with. Your will and your will alone be done. Jesus decided to follow the perfect will of God, regardless of the emotions that were grippling him at that time. So God is saying, follow me, no matter what may come your way, follow him. So ladies, have you counted the cost? This journey we're on with the Lord will cost us something. It may even cost us our own lives. You literally have to sacrifice all that you are and live for the Lord. In 1 Chronicles 21 verses 24, um, I just, you know, I just, you know, think about this verse and how it ties in um, to, you know, the concept of sacrifice. Um, in 1 Chronicles 21 verses 24, I'm using the NIV for this. But King David replied to Arona, no, I insist on paying the full price. I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. So this is, um, this, this is, um, I believe that he was buying, um, a threshing floor and he wanted to, you know, um, use it for, you know, the purposes of the Lord. And Arona wanted to give David this place for free, you know, because he's the king. So, you know, you give the king something free, you know, for favor and all of that stuff. So he wanted to give uh, David this place for free, but David said, no, I can't give anything to the Lord that I did not pay for. I want to count the cost. I want to give God something that costs me something. And of course, in this part, it was, you know, him paying for it. But the whole purpose of this is that we need to count the cost and sacrifice all that we are for God. Because sometimes, you know, we give to God out of the abundance that we have. Like, you know, sometimes we have a whole bunch of money and, you know, maybe you have $100 and you give God, you know, $20. That's just, you know, generosity. But let's say you have, you know, rent to pay. And then you're like, okay, 
let me give this to someone who is struggling for the purpose of, you know, glorifying God. And then I will, you know, work harder so that I can meet up with my rent. That is a sacrifice. And God sees that. Like the widow who gave God from the very little, like literally she had nothing and she gave him. And then, you know, with all those rich people that were giving him out of the abundance they had, they gave him something. That is the difference between generosity and sacrifice. And I'm um, copying something my husband said about generosity and sacrifice. So unless you willingly take up your cross and follow Jesus, you cannot be his disciple. We got a song that sings, um, I have decided to follow Jesus. And in the song, it continues, no turning back. So once you have counted the costs and proceed on the journey with Jesus, there should be no turning back. In Luke chapter 9, verses 62, I believe this is where the song was probably taken from. Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. So once you start your journey with Jesus, there should be no turning back because it's the song sings, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. So decide today, decide now to follow Jesus and have the resolve to not turn back because when you turn back, that is telling the Lord that I'm not ready. I don't want what you have for me. I still want to enjoy the world. And you cannot be in the world and follow Christ. Your feet have to be all in. You have to trust in the Lord with everything that you are. You have to give him your all. You have to love him with every part of you. So have you counted the cost? Have you thought about it? Have you reflected on the depth of what it means to follow Jesus. Count the cost, ladies. And I pray that the Lord will make us fit for service in his kingdom. And I also pray that he will strengthen us to live for him. I also pray that he will equip us to be ready to choose him over everything, including our lives. And lastly, I pray that he will cause us to love him wholeheartedly without reservation, that we will give him all because he wants it all. I pray that you have been blessed by this because I was truly blessed when I was uh, doing a study on this. I just want to thank you ladies for tuning in and for staying till the end. Um, I also ask that you ask yourselves this question and you reflect on it. Are you a disciple of Jesus Christ? Are you ready to take on the burden that Jesus had for this world? Are you ready to take on his life, to live through him, to give up yours, to lay your life down so that you can live the life that Christ has in you?
please don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and review. I look forward to reading all of them. And don't forget to share the encouragement with your friends and family. Also, make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Everlasting Fruit Podcast. Or you could shoot me an email at everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. That's everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. Until the next time, God bless.